Roll, roll track. going brother well what, how are well, you yeah yeah how are you i'm doing great uh just got back from mcdonald's actually and um <laughs> but then the podcast started so i put my fries in the in the little oven i'm gonna heat them up later but uh welcome to the difference is you podcast slash youtube show i'm not actually on spotify so i call it a podcast because i i think it sounds cooler when i say i have a podcast because everyone's got on youtube now right Absolutely. And, and podcast kind of conveys a, a certain certain idea of, of, yeah, like just what you're what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but I'm not on on. I will be on Spotify soon once I, I actually figure this shit out. I just, uh, <laughs> I'm just kind of like going, you know, full steam and not really looking where I'm driving. But um, Truman, I, I was introduced to you by our good friend Peter. Now I'm, uh, I'm a little like. I, I man, you're like you. I you. I feel like you're like a spiritual kind of guy. You you know something about yoga and meditation, and that's kind of like all I know. Why don't you tell me and the audience about uh, Truman Chan and what Truman's all about? Yeah, I mean, I've kind of explored a lot of different paths. Uh, of course, the uh, the spiritual path uh, a bit. You know, just I'll be humble there. Like I don't, you know, kind of looking for stuff uh, and definitely want to explore, but mostly just meeting people, trying things and, you know, reading books. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, the, the other stuff, um, like IT, IT background, mm -hmm. um, okay. undergrad in business, okay. um, grew up in Southern California, uh, lived up in NorCal for seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different stuff <laughs> that, uh, like, yeah, I mean, these days, I'm kind of interested in uh, more like the kind of grassroots civ civic participation, um, getting people to mm -hmm. show up local, like, you know, just kind of show up in your local city and, and make your community better. Just mm -hmm. link up okay. with people and, and making stuff happen. Okay. Yeah. And, and has that always been a, a thing or is there some kind of recent change in your life that, that made you a little bit more selfless or... Dude, so, I mean, I think for a lot of people, like, they try and, what they try and affect in the world is kind of for themselves. It's it's kind of to fix something mm -hmm. that they see, that they experienced, or that they grew up with. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, hopefully it comes from, like, a, a healed, centered place instead of, uh, you know, just... Yeah, just maybe like projecting or or um, yeah, uh, other kinds of like just perceived trauma or just experiences that that you've had. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. yeah. Well, well. So I guess what what I, I wanted to know is, have you 
like always been such a good dude or or was there some kind of event that like you were like well you know i better start helping the world now because i i have my answer i, I want to see what yours is hmm i don't know like i i have phases um but i've never i've never been one to like not empathize and you know like if i see like a like a, a plastic bottle on the ground. I think I've always been the type to, to pick it up and take a couple steps out and just grab it. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm the guy who threw the plastic bottle. Off. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, I don't, I don't like littering either. That just like, this seems like a dumb thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah, just like, I, it's also just noticing the effect, like the com compound effect of like just one small action. Um, and yeah, I, I'm not, super like i don't have like a systematic way of kind of convincing everyone to do that that's kind of w what i'm exploring these days but yeah i mean just uh doing my part to a certain extent you know i'm, I'm still like uh i still have to think about it if like people ask me for money uh, uh -huh. and yeah just kind of other situations but yeah yeah what 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 is this people are you, people asking you for money? Is this like <laughs> homeless people asking? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Tell me what your take on that is. Dude, so I I've had this like kind of crazy social experiment idea where um if every person that I every homeless person that I encountered or that I come across on an intersection, um if I give everyone I encounter a dollar, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll still be fine. You know, like I'll, I'll still be perfectly fine. And hopefully I've helped them on, on their way. But, and, and the other day I was kind of explaining this to Peter and it's like, yeah, that's, that's kind of true. Uh, but then that same day, like the same homeless guy walked into a cafe and asked us for money twice, mm -hmm. like two different occasions. He so first time, forgot. I don't know. And that tripped me out. It was like, it was like the universe testing me right away. And I, I, I didn't know how to react. Like I just, I was just staring at him like, and he gave the same exact like kind of uh, talk or ask, you know, that he, he kind of pitched the same way. And, and yeah, I, I couldn't give him the money the second time. And I don't, I don't know, man, it was, it was crazy. Well, like, man, I, I don't know. I, I want to feel like I have a lot to say on this, but I, re I really don't, or maybe I do, right? It's a lot um, to unpack, right? Like society. Not, 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 not like, really, you know? really. It's not that much to unpack for me. I mean, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm just, I'm saying it's not a lot to unpack because I know exactly how I feel about it. Hmm. Um, but uh, I'm here to like have open discourse to get my mind changed, perhaps, or <laughs> or we're just going to agree to disagree or maybe I'll just offend you or something. Um, but my thoughts are like, bro, a dollar ain't going to do shit, man. I, I was ho I was right. homeless before and if I give me a dollar, man, what am I going to go buy some fucking bubble gum? You know, what yeah. the fuck am I going to yeah. do? Give me a hundred dollars and I'll go buy some weed and I'm good for a week. I'm still fucked. Okay. You mm. can't do shit for these people. Okay. They're fucked. They're just fucked. Like if they go out and get a job, they'll be cool. But while they're in their, their homeless mindset, they're fucked. So do what you can, man. I commend you're a good dude. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying you're, you're one of the best dudes I've, I've ever encountered <laughs> in my life. But your dollar ain't going to do shit. All right, give it to them. Don't give it to them. 
light it on fire. You might as well just burn it. Okay. You just, just, just give it to them. Don't give it to them. They're fucked, dude. You can't help them. You can't help yeah. them. Yeah. That right, kind dude? of that kind of leads leads to the the question of like, what is the more significant like societal change or like organizational kind of change that 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 brings like meaningful meaningful difference to these people and there's also like associated question of like what what are those the people that are actually asking for for money on the streets like what is that lifestyle like but uh both those things i mean i i got through a couple weeks of homelessness and it it, like and it's not something that i like share openly i'm sharing it now but um you know, yeah. with, with people that I'm close with or for the podcast, I'll, 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 I'll go deep. I'll share my vulnerabilities. I'll, I'll explain what I went through, but, um, I don't know exactly what it's like to like really be on the streets. You, you know, like it would, for me, it would just kind of like little, little social experiment of my own when I was in the shooter, like, let's see what it's like, you know, let's go sleep on the street. But, um, it's nice that that uh you you try it you try you know it um yeah. the, th- the the thing is since i have kind of had a taste of it like just a little taste like yeah it's not like i spent a year on the streets you know i yeah. um had a little taste you know but from from that experience um homelessness is a uh something that's kind of on my mind i won't say that i'm out there trying to solve it i think about it i think about things like uh, we spend billions of dollars, you know, sending satellites into space, doing whatever experiments, and there's homelessness. And I, for me, I, I kind of can't connect those two things, like, because I've, there's got to be some kind of reason, you know, that we, that we do all this, but then we can't say, solve the most basic problems, like feed people and, and house people. Um, maybe I'm just a little bit um a little bit too socialistic or democratic in my thought uh i i really don't lean uh, left or right i i look at everything on an issue by issue basis that's that's kind of where i come from so you know while while on some issues i might agree with the republicans some issues i might agree with with the democrats and most of the time i think they're both retarded (laughs) um yeah i wouldn't even say i'm in the middle I would just say I'm removed from it and just I can't I can't really believe what's going on sometimes um, that and that's kind of my, my take on, on politics. I'll look at a I was a philosophy major in school, so uh, oh, maybe I'm, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm a little bit used to looking at things and going deep and really figuring out like what, what are we really arguing about here? And, and, and I always play devil's advocate f- with myself um, more, more so to really challenge myself to see and, and i'm and i'll always change my mind because because as a philosophy major you you're uh you look at both sides of an argument right you look mm-hmm. at the side that you initially agreed with and you're like mm, you shake your head and then you look at the other guy's side and you're like well he has a point and then like mm. you know what what really it and and let me explain it to you right it always comes down every argument comes down to literally the same thing Okay, it, it comes down to balancing two things only. Okay, it comes down to balancing uh, the utilitarian, meaning the what 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 decision, you know, if you only have two decisions, what what decision um, is the greatest good for everybody, right? And, and then so 
you know, they, they, if you could measure happiness on a scale, right, what, um, what decision benefits the greatest amount of people and, and, and generates the most amount of happiness, right? Okay. Versus, um, and then that's literally called utilitarianism, you know, utility equals happiness, right? Got it. So which, um, okay. you know, what, what makes the most amount of happiness, right? But mm -hmm. it, the, the, the danger is that like, okay, um, for example, like, let's say we, we do some kind of policy and that that feeds most people, right? Um, but what if this policy is like, okay, well, well, uh, we, we take, you know, the poorest 10% of people, we, we kill them and eat them. And, and we solve world hunger. We'll just, uh, hunger games, all right? We'll take, uh, we'll, oh, take, we'll take the poorest 10% of the population, put them in a meat grinder, and feed them to everybody. And, okay, well, that, that solves hunger. That solves a lot of poverty things. Um, and then, so, th so the other side of the coin is there, there's Kantian ethics, right? So, so although... Uh, the utilitarian view would be like, oh, that solves all the problems. But then you have people over here saying, well, look, guys, there's some things that we just can't do in society. Murder, rape, um, torture, right? And then so, so every decision boils down to what? So, so you could see how if you're balancing utility, it can lead you down a very dangerous path of doing some really horrible things uh, based on that decision. Um, but if you also... But if you go too far down the other way saying, uh, so, so the, the people on the far right will be like, hey, there's some things we just can't do. We can't kill people. We can't murder people. We can't rape people. And I think we would all agree with that, right? Yeah. But how, yeah. About, how about war, right? Mm -hmm. there, then, then you justify murder f for, for whatever reason. And I, I think we can all agree that, well, if we get attacked and, and we're defending ourselves, well, then murder goes out the window. We can kill people if, if we're defending. But where and then where do you draw that line? Well, do we invade another country and then murder's okay? And now you're justifying murder and then now everything's on the table. So everything boils down to a battle between utility and Kantian ethics. It's like what are there are we just gonna say there's some things that we can't do? And then and then on the other side, well what's what's gonna be the best decision for everybody? And and, and you may have to sacrifice some lives for for the greater good uh, but how many lives are are okay to sacrifice and apparently it's okay to send billions of dollars into space and let people starve to death so someone <laughs> made that decision along the way or yeah that that's that's interesting like all, all three of those kind of discussions like kantian i imagine that's Immanuel kant yeah kant. Mm -hmm. um i'm super curious kind of uh what fundamental principles or ethics kind of lie there. Um, the utilitarianism, that's super fascinating. So you're, you're almost saying like in that situation, you posed the 10% um, needs to be sacrificed for the 90% to survive or mm -hmm. do well. Mm -hmm. um, that, of course, that doesn't count the well-being of the 10% or that 10%. Um, no, they're factored in 100%. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So, like, if you, look, if the, you don't, that's the best possible outcome out of all do, the different outcomes. If you don't do that, like that, everybody starves to death. Got okay, it, got so it. you have to kill them so we can, so the 90% of people have enough to eat, right? So, it's factored in. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, okay. I, cool. And then, and then, uh, what you're saying about like, um, our, our current situation where there's people starving to death and we're also sending, you know, sending billion dollar rockets into space. Mm -hmm. It's 
it's it's not a single active decision, right? It's a it's a byproduct of a series of decisions, um, you know, a series of historic events. Mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. the way our our government structured, mm-hmm. it's because our government was founded in what seventeen seventy six or something. Mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm. like, if 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 we built our country today, it would be a lot more efficient. You know, <laughs> like I don't think we would have I don't know all this kind of stuff. Electoral college, the way we elect like a state legislature separate mm-hmm. from like federal federal government uh, and all this federal posts and all that kind of stuff like it would be a lot more efficient um Mm -hmm. so that that's like a big thing about how i see like kind of the lost in the shuffle the grind where people get lost in the shuffle um it's it's like large organizations where somebody makes like a single decision Mm -hmm. and they have to for efficiency like that's the scale at which people like organizations uh corporations uh countries states operate like you know you have to at some point or else nothing happens but um you know it kind of has a huge ripple effect and i think as we kind of as we go in the future that's our opportunity to pinpoint like where where like it there's friction between the human and and element and the structures Mm -hmm. and and bring attention to those and we can use technology or you know social media Mm -hmm. just attention proper attention the right people that know how to fix it and Mm -hmm. like that's that's where we can kind of make make like government and and and, uh, like all these structures a lot more efficient Mm -hmm. um and humane like Mm -hmm. i think that that's where we're going to be uh Mm -hmm. that's that's our opportunity for people that care in those fields you know, when you just went on that that long rant about humanity and, and government, you know who, you know the, the 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 thing that I was on my mind, Elon Musk. I think that that's exactly like I'm like, you sound exactly like Elon Musk, and that's exactly what he's doing. He's like, you know what, fuck all you guys. I'm gonna make electric cars. Fuck what you guys are doing. I'm gonna go send satellites into space and give free internet to everybody fuck transportation in la i'm gonna do boring company and you know, you, <laughs> got, you got you guys with your fucking trains and shit and subway you guys don't know what you're doing i'm just gonna do it myself all right yeah and he's doing it masterfully in the capitalist context the capitalist framework mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that's the most inspiring part like learning that and like trying to apply that to all the other social endeavors like that that's where like things are gonna be fun yeah, <laughs> and, and to, to to kind of backtrack, like he he's done it for every. And I didn't even Solar City. He's like, well, you you know, we're just gonna give energy <laughs> to everybody and make it as cheap as possible. And before that, he was like, well, well, fucking Visa, Mastercard, fuck you guys. I'm gonna make PayPal, right? So he just yeah. goes and he just crushes and just solves world problems one by one by one. He's yeah. only one yeah. man. Imagine if we had like ten Elon Musks, right? <laughs> but but you have you have a. a, a you know, rest in peace. But you had Steve Jobs, where we were just like, I'm just going to make a phone and keep all the profits. You know, <laughs> you know, fuck Dude. solving the world's problems. I'm just <laughs> going to keep it all and buy a yacht. And I don't know, man. I I, really, I don't know what he did with his money. Maybe he donated it. Um, I don't know. I'm just talking I, shit at I this will, point. I will say that, like, um, I don't know. Like, Apple seems to be upholding the do no evil motto. Mm-hmm. more than google is um so. yeah yeah as far well okay I, I don't know about the ethics of their manufacturing name but, one apple product that's free man come on 
Okay, and and it's all siloed, and they 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 but all their products they like over engineer like the quality of their do no oh, evil, man. but but charge two thousand dollars <laughs> for a phone. I mean, right. come on, bro. So so if if money isn't an issue, and for most people, most of the time it is. Uh, you know, Name but if, if it is, yeah, 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 okay. So like the the way they handle um like privacy, right? Mm -hmm. Like um they did not give up their their iPhone backdoor willingly to the uh, the the U.S. government. Um, they're they're like on top of privacy trackers. They Dude, had Siri out before uh, like all the other Cortana or whatever call, before Alexa, right? Bullshit on all that, whatever backdoor. Okay, all right, yeah. Whatever. So th like that that's backdoor, all like or privacy, whatever we think. Dude, whatever, man. I just assume the NSA is snooping on oh. my internet, whatever. Backdoor. <laughs> yeah. That's just blah, blah, blah to me. Okay, I'm a very practical guy. Okay, um, maybe this is like a Republican viewpoint, but if you're not breaking the law, oh, who cares? Okay, if you're breaking the law, then maybe you have some whatever. Okay, I'm not going to go there. I'm just saying, right? Name one thing that Apple gave away for free, and then name one thing that you've paid for that you, Google uses, okay? Maybe, whatever, they have evil intentions. Now, look, they have a, when you go public and your interests are with the investors, then the, the, they're, you know, then you go, you're fucked. But in the big picture, they maybe started out with good intentions and that now they're, they're too big for their own good. They're fucking monopolies. All, they're all monopolies. But I'm a very practical guy, man. Like, let me see what I have. Uh, this is a hand-me-down from my girlfriend, all right, iPhone 6. Uh, and still running well, right? Fuck yeah. And then I'm before this, she just gave this to me because she got one of the newer ones. Um, and then uh, I still use the iPhone 5S really as my main phone. I don't really like this because this doesn't – yeah, perfect. It, the <laughs> iPhone 5S was the, the best, best phone out on the market. It fits in your pocket. It's slim. Yeah, and dude, mine it, still works. It's like so the you, Nokia. It's just blasting. I've yeah, dropped it, but, and then maybe the screen cracked, but it's still in good shape. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's only because they kept all their money and they 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 put it to R and D, dude. That's why their products last. Like, I don't think you could say the same for uh, you know, an Android phone that came out the same year. Yeah. I, so there's there's that. That but, that's kind of that's fine. They make good products and they charge money for it. But what? How are you gonna say they do no evil? What? I'm not gonna go there. Like, yeah, no, yeah. They're, they're, well, well, I, I'm going to give them neutral. They didn't do no good. Okay. <laughs> they didn't do no evil. They just, they're, just the, they're just a profitable business. I'm a, okay. I don't expect much from them, but I'm just saying every Google is pervades my life. Okay. So I'm using the browser that's free. I'm using Google Docs to type my notes as you're talking. Um, I'm using email that I have had for 15 years that they never charged me for. I haven't maxed out my 15 gigabytes of space and if i do i'll just make another gmail account um i'm using google photos uh i'm i don't know what other amount of program i'm using i haven't paid for cell service for 10 years because i've been using a free google voice number that was uh that given to me in 2010 i've said google has saved me a lot of money so if they're doing evil shit right behind the scenes i'll have to balance that with how how they're benefit so it's a utilitarian you know, maybe they're killing kids in Africa, but they're doing good in my life. So maybe I'll look the other way. I don't know. You know, I don't know what uh, I don't know everything. Um, and then this is why I, I kind of remove myself from politics, because at, 
I didn't tell you this. I was a uh, double major. I was double majored in philosophy and econ so that I know how complicated this shit can get. Like you mentioned, if, every, if you build something for the ground up, government, business, it's going to be more efficient than if you try to mess with it while everything's moving. You can't just rebuild it while the things, the mo parts are moving. It's just not going to happen, right? But it would look a lot different that if you were to build it from the ground up, it would be efficient and you would think things through, right? Um, yeah. I don't know what else to say, man. <laughs> there's there's a lot. And I yeah, yeah, like just exploring what corporations do is is maybe like a separate thing and how they treat, how each one treats consumers, um, how they handle data, that's a whole other thing. Um, and then also what each of those companies maybe does um more like 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 how they influence other countries or like larger entities um to manage to manage their supply chain mm -hmm. or yeah i mean so like apple has a physical supply chain um google uh they need to make sure that they have access to to data uh, all right, so I'll kind of jump. Uh, obviously, so so Google they didn't do give free email for pure altruism. They were the first, like, like in hindsight, this is this is what we learned. But I I was like right there with you. Gmail was the first one to have like a really clean interface um, and give free large storage. They gave like that that constantly uptick uh, counter uh, of, of storage space. But you know, that was to grab your data. And before that, nobody had really collected data on that scale. Mm -hmm. And they were the geniuses that realized how valuable that data was. Mm -hmm. um, and they're probably the farthest along for, I, I mean, you could argue, but like for AI, right? Like that machine learning, um, GPT-3, uh, like their shift, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So it's crazy like learning, yeah, learning, the, the growth of, of Google and how they've kind of branched out in different stuff um, and how they've kind of secured their data source. I think data is um, like the stream of data is the key to having successful AI. Um, all these like uh, tech companies, if you don't have that stream uh, of your own, then you're not going to be able to compete when when that as that grows bigger and bigger and like that's still on the low key right now like it hasn't taken like been super obvious but uh, it's it's really quickly gonna get there mm -hmm. yeah i agree with all that i mean uh no you're right and that they're not altruistic it's just a, a freemium business model same as the these uh the games that get you addicted and make you buy the microtransactions is i don't look at yeah. it the wrong way it is what it is um yeah they're not see i don't you know and i was saying earlier right like the do i really think they're a, a do no evil no that's just some bullshit <laughs> that makes their consumers feel good i know what they're doing they're selling our info they're they're they sell ads right they use our information and they they sell ads on it you know we don't yeah. we all know that well maybe not all of us but um <laughs> but i'm a lot more uh grateful to a company like google that doesn't charge me for its products and i'm mm -hmm. They use my information, dude. What am I going to do with it? Right? <laughs> Fucking use it. You know, as I have the option to click on this ad or not. Like, here, here's what I don't really get. People get offended, you know, 
like show me an ad okay and they get offended that you you know fuck it man well, fuck it i got more important things to worry about like rent dude like you know i think and, it's absolutely awesome that we have that choice but we've also kind of slipped into this world where we don't realize that we have the choice anymore um and sometimes it just takes uh, a breath on the other side or just realizing that you know just how valuable your data is like um and and seeing other countries legislate for personal data and like imagine if if google had to buy that back from you you know, they'd be paying, pay, yeah, like you'd be getting a lot more and interactions might be kind of different. Um, but just ex exploring just the way that tech society has kind of, you know, we've kind of just gradually shifted towards that and the way it's affecting us. Um, I think it's fascinating. Uh, and I don't know, like overall, it's it's tough to to change unless we just focus on uh, like the focus on the best parts of it and like kind of hop from hop from like good choice to good choice and um yeah like just use and i don't know just just our attention will will speak for itself and and i, I think it's sometimes it, we don't claim that back enough mm -hmm. yeah but I don't know, like that that's that's like a kind of a circular kind of a heavy topic and depends like what context and what information you want to discuss and where where you want to bring like bring the, the conversation of like tech um, tech companies and corporations and, and what they're doing and how you see the future. Um, there's a lot of cool topics there. Uh, I don't know, just like quantum AI and, and but it, yeah, those would probably be cool if uh, you brought like people like more personally <laughs> involved in those. Yeah. For me, it's like it's just like consumer. Um, until maybe I, I, I dip a of hand or, or dip a toe or two in, in, into those fields. Well, I mean, I I I can be like a, a little bit ignorant, having opinions on things I don't fully understand, right? But I'm gonna fucking have my opinions anyways, just like That's everybody true. else. Okay, so. On that note, right, I, it, and it can seem like I'm like defending Google and the big companies or, and then tomorrow I might have a completely different opinion based on our conversation and what I've realized. That's the, that, that's the drawback. It may be strength of being an open-minded person. I may seem like I have a hardcore stance and then tomorrow I may change my mind. That's just the, the na nature of being your own devil's advocate and being willing to change your mind, which I wish more people were, were like me. If more people were like me, though, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm a pretty lazy individual, so nothing would get done in the world. You know, you would nothing would be getting done. Okay, the world will come to a screeching halt because I don't like to work. I like to talk to people on my podcast. Okay, but then who's running the scene? Who's like making the technology happen? Be making this. <laughs> You know, making this video connection possible. You need people to work. You need the slaves behind the scene <laughs> to go to work. And, and that's not me, okay? That, that being said, uh, uh, let's backtrack. The people that care about their data being sold, I'm not one of them. Take my data and give me Google Voice. Take my data and give me Gmail. 
You know, these same people, are they going to fucking pay $10 a month for their email now? And then they feel entitled to have Facebook for free. They feel entitled to have Google for free. You know what, man, if I had Google back in high school, man, I'd be fucking cheating my way through all the tests. You know, I would be like, what's the answer to this? What does this word mean? What is I've had all these fucking cheating tools, a goddamn Apple Watch. <laughs> I would be, I would be fucking valedictorian. You know, I, I would just be like, wow, writing a paper is so easy. Google this, Google. I don't even know what it's like to be in school right now. I'm 37 years old. I was, um, you know, di- using dial-up AOL and and trying to run Doom 2 on like like a, a 10 megahertz pc and we we had to have ram extra ram through our floppy drive i don't even know how that makes sense you know (laughs) like hey fucking extra five megabits of ram megabytes whatever (laughs) so so these same these same entitled karens that are like oh my god my data give me my data and then be like all right do you want to pay a dollar a month for your email wait 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 no no email is free some people do some people are very happy to in Silicon Valley. Okay, well, you know what? We we don't so all we're shit. not we're not all shitting money out of our <laughs> fucking assholes, okay? Yeah. So you know what? Before you do thing and fuck it up for the rest of us, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I want Gmail for free, and you can have my data. Okay. Absolutely. So so that that's why that's why I kind of framed it like like I did before. Like I think it's absolutely amazing that that is the free tier. Yeah. Right. Like. Um, and that kind of sets the bar for a lot of other stuff. They do it to gather data. There are some kind of uh, caveats to to the way the system is. First, like um, I guess, like just some ethic, some mistakes. Like if if you have bad actors with with that mm-hmm. da- that data, yep. um, you can do some stuff. Uh, plus, like you know, there like uh, the if you're like. Depends like what other data can get targeted. Like, it, you know, you can focus in on like uh, a region, uh, a certain certain demographic, um, and there's I have no doubt that they have, you know, like you're saying the N- uh, well, okay, that that goes into speculation, but mm-hmm. I've you know like the NSA stuff and they have a profile for for every person that that starts getting into yeah all this kind of stuff. But um, like e- Elon Musk's co-founder for PayPal, um, Peter Thiel. Mm, early he he he's in everything and we he's the evil man i don't know i'm just kidding sorry sorry peter hello i know you're watching <laughs> me right now i mean i'm not even is he kidding. in uh palantir is he doing palantir? Yep, yep so he mm. he what you, yeah what you're just talking about he's the man doing evil shit behind the scenes he's literally the guy that is using all this data for evil things and hopefully I don't, yeah. how hopefully he at least he interprets it as utilitarian yeah, right. he thinks he's doing good, and he probably mm-hmm. he's helping catch bad guys, but he's probably catching good guys too. You know, he's yeah. probably yeah. You know, I'm gonna have the FBI knocking at my door. You know, be like, hey, be like, shut, sh- shut up, Omar. You know, we don't want you you giving our secrets away. But you know, I'm not saying anything new. I think you know people kind of know these things already. Um, let me let me get back to something. Uh, I don't even know what you do for a living, Truman. What what do you do? Like, what is your your day job. Yeah. Um, so I do, uh, I, I work with a team of therapists that have a couple of clinics out in Denver, mm-hmm. um, that focus on, um, on 
therapy for neurodevelopmentally challenged uh, children. So like kids with autism or other kind of challenges, um, they've got it down. They're super connected with like uh, a lot of doc PhDs, masters. So super connected with like the latest um, research and like proven stuff that works. And they work to uh, bring that bring that to kids. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, the 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 people they have like a diverse set of cultures. Um, and they also like financially challenged uh, the the customer. Yeah, so, <laughs> financially, you mean broke? No, I'm kidding. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I've so, never heard uh, it put I, that way. <laughs> yeah, so like they also help. They also help that they're they're happy to take the, the like, like so. Ooh. Yeah, they're they're just fr like friggin' awesome people. Um, and so I do kind of remote IT um, uh, with them and help out with a couple couple of the digital marketing stuff digital presence stuff do you live in uh, orange county or no yeah okay yeah. yeah uh close to lakewood like lakewood long beach south of la okay uh how familiar are you with with uh, asperger's since you work in the autism kind of therapist kind of thing not familiar um so i've kind of <laughs> um yeah, I mean, feel free to fill me in, but just kind of a, maybe a couple videos and um, yeah, yeah, so, like so it's some some range of the the auti autism spectrum, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. um, and for me, like I, I I only base it on like kind of interactions with uh, that I've had with with a couple kids mm -hmm. uh, in like personal life, and it's it's just it's just interesting right like it, it's 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 different types of communication interaction and, and reaction to different stimuli for me mm -hmm. um and it's it's curious what kind of sequences of stuff are required to get people to be like i guess uh socially um adept like like society wise not mm -hmm. not like yeah not yeah um and sometimes it's just like training in in a set of you know standard behaviors so that you can you know you know communicate feelings and uh get your desired effects and and what you get what you want out of that and mm -hmm. i think those aspects are fundamental across humans like the desire to you know like communicate and then the, the desire to like meet your 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 needs like eat uh, get comfortable and just kind of interact with people so your your interaction with with uh, your day job is mostly uh, you work off-site obviously you're not in denver you're in orange county hundreds of miles away and you do the it and mar marketing for them mm -hmm. do you uh, do you have a, a side hustle you know or anything yeah you're working yeah on? yeah so um, I'm still I'm still kind of like uh, growing my my like digital marketing shops and uh, just testing testing out all this stuff. So that's something uh, I'm I'm developing. But yeah, I, I work with uh, another friend that uh, I met in like a prior life when I was uh, doing Uber. Mm -hmm. That owns he he owns a restaurant and grocery store equipment company. Okay that's been around for like 60 years and uh yeah uh trying to get him into the online space and, and connected to everything that needs to be um 
that needs to be done. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing a lot of good business. Uh, so just want to make it easier and just connect people uh, more. <laughs> so is your side hustle doing your own freelance thing or is it just uh, you're working with him directly right now in a more like a, a partner kind of capacity or what? Yeah, yeah. I would say I, I, I don't know what even the, the difference between the two is, uh, mm-hmm. but just like uh, projects or, or going there and um, like setting up setting up his sites mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, if he, if he has certain certain products that he wants to mm-hmm. get out, Deals, yeah. what, uh, what do you work with in terms of uh, you using WordPress or one of the website builders? Yeah, yeah. So that one I I set up with like a website builder. Uh-huh. Um, and which one? Which ones do you like to use? I've checked out. So I've checked out Wix, Squarespace. I've also checked out uh, another one. Friend referred me to like a, a single landing page one called Card. That one's okay. really cool. I'm not familiar with that. I was. Um, uh, I'm like a marketing geek too, so I always just like to keep up on the current trends, you know. Yeah, um, and then I'm kind of currently going to hop in. So currently hopping into WordPress and Shopify uh, on recommendation for other people. Um, yeah, yeah, like Shopify is is one that people have mentioned a lot. So I'll I'll hop into that. Um, yeah. So so yeah, uh, his. Uh... You didn't mention the one that like is my favorite website builder, which is Weebly, which uh, Square bought them. Uh, I don't know a while ago, but Weebly, W E E B L Y. Um, but if you're doing e-commerce, then uh, uh, Shopify is always a good option. Um, I haven't. I don't have a lot of experience with it. Um, I knew. I know there were some when I initially jumped into Shopify. The thing that I didn't like was uh, the I mean, this is the problem you run into with a lot of the hosted platforms is customization. And, and obviously, they, they might have fixed things over the years, but it was like, um, I'm, I'm a big uh, SEO guy, right? So I, my main focus is on, you know, how to, how, what am I going to be able to do SEO-wise? Uh, Weebly is by far my favorite of all those options. But then again, I've never done like a straight e-commerce only and I know that e-commerce is the everyone favors Shopify, but then I, I ran into trouble with Shopify because um, it seemed like they were very rigid in how they set up the blog, and it had the URL had to be named a certain way, and I had, couldn't customize it. So immediately I was just like, for for this, uh, for I don't want to use Shopify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I'll, I'm gonna revert back to WordPress. Now there's sh- things I like and things I hate about WordPress too, but um, more recently I've been a big WordPress fan. I I finally went in and figured out how to do it and I had a lot more to learn, but because it's like the, the most uh, cost effective option, right? You can yeah. just launch hundred WordPress sites, no, no, no extra charge where each one of these new instances on a hosted site is another 10, 20, 30 bucks a month, right? You know, on top of the do- every you have to buy the domain, but so there's drawbacks and uh, because I'm like a, a serial project starter, I, I really love the WordPress um, because you just uh, you get a, a good hosting plan and you pay your domain and you're good to go. So um, and, and it's uh, and then fully customizable. Di- yeah. OK. How do you differentiate between this the sites or is it do they just kind of are they like subdomains or something um, on a hosted plan on a hosted plan? It, it's kind of uh, 
shared hosting yeah it is like on the back end it looks like a subdomain um but i mean it, it in the big picture that doesn't matter too much like if you uh and then and these are things that i'm not fully adept in these are things that like i you know if i run into a problem on the back end i'm going to just have to call support you know help me through this and and if you're doing anything like super serious with trap you don't want to use shared hosting but if you uh, but i always feel like you know you you can move and stay when it gets there then you can you know that means money should be coming in and then you can get a separate hosting account for that specific project so while they're in like startup project stage it's not a big deal uh, in Absolutely. my opinion, um, but if you're taking money from a client, then you might be able to up your hosting plan and whatever, right? Yeah. So that's yeah, just uh, from totally. one from one marketer to another. That's just kind of <laughs> how things go, right? That's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's really cool to hear that that you specialize in in the SEO site, mm -hmm. uh, SEO side, because like I can kind of like think about where I want to focus, but but like having the heart to flesh out the like organic content or mm -hmm. like uh, fill out there. Like, yeah, I can, I know that I, I should build out a site to target this word, but then like actually doing that, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> you know, but um, so it's really cool. And, and I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll kind of uh, pick your brain a little bit on that um, on your, on your process and mm -hmm. like what you enjoy there and um, what's been, what's been working for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah i mean like I, my journey yeah, i ahead, have like yeah. a lot of i have like a lot of so for me my inspiration for getting into digital marketing is mm -hmm. is all these all my all these friends like uh my friend brian uh who owns this this company that's been around for 60 years um and you know they obviously they know their side of the business and they just they have a website that's like 20 years old mm -hmm. like they could benefit a lot from from being online and um, I have a whole list of, of, of friends and companies that are like this. They, they've, they've run their business. They know what they're doing business, business wise, but you know, there's just a, a lot of untapped potential there. So, um, that, that's, that was my inspiration. And I'm, I'm still kind of getting there and like feeling out what, what is like, you know, my toolbox for success mm -hmm. for this, you know, situation. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I am kind of progressing down this path and, and pretty happy with like who I've interacted with. And um, yeah, I, I think, and, and hap, like looking to, to like find people that, that can, that are, can do parts of, cause I know, so my experience with like social and digital marketing so far has been like, it's not a one person thing. Like, like it, you know, mm. you, <laughs> like like you can kind of learn about each part mm -hmm. but like trying to undertake the whole thing um that's a not a recipe for success um so th that's like been humbling but also mm -hmm. finding people that specialize in each part and like you know finding people that have found their niche in it like that mm -hmm. that's really cool because you know i i can tell sometimes some interactions or, or some, like you can you can tell there's like strong possibility there there's like mm -hmm. a seed and potential and and encountering that and just like learning um you know it's just like it's, it's a good process it's, I, it's I a agree, process. Man. I mean like you went full circle uh you because you mentioned the word humbling just now right in terms of your marketing experience and I have actually wrote that word down from uh, the the initial conversation we had because 
you said right now, I can only speak from a really humble place. And I th but I think those two things were disconnected, right? The humble place was a completely different place than the humbling marketing experience. Um, would you want to tell the audience about what did you mean in the initial thing that you told me before we got on the podcast about you saying right now I can only speak from a really humble place? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I don't think I'm exceptional mm -hmm. and I have approached a lot of paths uh, with earnestness mm -hmm. and um when I speak about my experiences, though, they are like they're from that that their frame, uh, like frame of you know perspective, like um, I've done like all these things and I'm happy to talk about all the stuff that I've actually done. Mm -hmm. And I'll be open about like, damn, like, you know, the, <laughs> I failed a lot of stuff uh, or I, I'm kind of terrible at a lot of stuff, but it's still pretty doable. Yeah. Um, and like, there's, there's all these awesome fields and I, I see like a lot of potential and like interacting with people. Um, but you know, like all the stuff that I'm trying to make happen, uh, you know, it's, it's just a gradual thing. And, and I, from like a, a very grassroots, like, you know, even, even someone that, that has no idea what they're talking about, as long as I'm like open and, and, and like honest about what I've tried and my experiences there, like this is proof that anybody can do these things and that they are tr hopefully translatable and, and universal across, across everything. Mm -hmm. And I framed the rest of my ideals and goals in that with, with that, with that seed, because ultimately they are trying to address very high ideals. Mm -hmm. Civic participation, that's trying to change our country and the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like the, the, the end goal there is like, if, if we didn't have to, there, there's so much stuff, but it's, it's if everyone on, on the world was like, like ticking at the same, you know, ticking at the same pace, thinking about like thinking about the same, same working on the same projects. Like we'd, we'd be in Mar like we could just decide on a project and, and send, there's so much waste go going on all over there. So, um, and then there's, there's other societal level problems that, um, you know, that seem kind of impossible now. And I am pretty resolute that the way I like, if enough people are approaching this effort with good faith and we're thinking about it in the right way, like, like we can shift, we can actually make, make these changes happen. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And all you have to kind of adjust for is, is, is just making sure that, you know, you take one step at a time and just, just do it, doing what you can um, and starting as, as simply and locally and, and just within, within your sphere of influence as possible. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm just taking notes here. 
uh, you said a lot of good things. Um, one, one thing I wanted to say at the very beginning of the podcast was I really like the frames on your, your glasses. <laughs> Cause I, I noticed, <laughs> I noticed those, like, who do you see have clear frames? That's, that's cool as shit, man. I got boring ass black frames. You're, you're rocking. That's very stylish. And <laughs> you know, you can you tell me or the audience a little bit about those frames before we move on to some serious shit. <laughs> Dude, fr- frame frames are pretty good um i don't know i i've had so i i've had like the, the super thin wire frames um th- mm-hmm. those are kind of cool but i had to leave those behind after a couple of years this is actually the yeah uh this is like a replacement set of, of a frame that, that i yeah that the, the kind of got got messed up in uh yeah, on a trip to NorCal, um, uh-huh. I'll have to. <laughs> yeah, but but th- these have been these have been good. Um, yeah, and there's there's a lot. Sometimes like you know, s- sometimes subtle aesthetics kind of can can affect your your like mindset. Uh-huh. So it, it's it's good to good to try things out. But I I don't put too much thought into it but i i do kind of go with go with the flow and, and just uh choose like i trust my gut or mm-hmm. uh kind of yeah well uh, the the reason i maybe wanted to draw some focus is because you seem like more a brainy guy i mean i relate to you in that sense we're very in our heads we're thinking about how to save the world thinking about problems that just are impossible we, we live inside our heads like we're not I don't know if I'm speaking for you, but like some ways I'm practical, but in these thoughts that we're thinking about, it's not very practical. People listening in on this conversation might be like, the fuck are these guys talking about? Hmm. Yahoo's talking like, like just do like go to work, you know, and like do something, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, And and that being said, uh, so you don't look like a guy that might like care what kind of shoes or what kind of jeans he's wearing. I don't know. You correct me if I'm wrong. Like, are you, there's there's like two kinds of people right like me i look like a homeless guy when i go outside that's kind of what my girlfriend would would describe me as like wear wear uh just sweats and and a t-shirt and a beanie and who cares what i look like um and there are other people that just buy the designer clothes and and have to have the newest this and just care a lot so i didn't see you as that kind of guy i could be wrong but then you sit sitting here with like a really stylish pair of glasses so i'm like oh what is, what is the story there <laughs> yeah i i don't know man like because the, the the situations you described there, there's like levels to that right, right? yeah yeah, um, yeah. Like, there's certain things we might care we might look like a bum but we want to wear an, a watch because for whatever reason like you know so i don't i don't really know <laughs> right or, or shoe. Yeah. you might be just into shoes but not care about mm-hmm. anything else. So there's different levels, right? Different spectrums of what you care about in different articles of clothing. Yeah. Like yeah. me, I'm a beanie guy. Like I don't give a shit about <laughs> anything else, but I just got a legion of, of beanies thrown up. Because Did you I, know yeah. beanies are called toques in Canada? No. Toques. Toques. So I go up there. I'm like, I'm cold. I need to get a beanie. And then they just stare at me <laughs> like, you mean a toque? Like, what? what? Where, where does that even work? Where does that even I mean, come I, from? I guess beanie is just as weird as toque, right? Yeah. Like, toque, <laughs> beanie, toque, yeah. right? <laughs> a, a. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, so my my aesthetic. Uh, I don't know I, I appreciate the compliment for my frames. Uh-huh. Um, but 
I, I appreciate nice things, yeah. uh, but most of my like collection, yeah. um, it's like I I keep what I get. Yeah. So sometimes I I grab good stuff, and sometimes I grab like stuff because you know it's the cheapest thing, yeah, um, okay. or uh, I I absolutely need a coat for for this like I don't know a, a ski trip or something. Um, yeah, and so my my vibe is just like or my my wardrobe my aesthetic is like it's like my history or something you know like if you ask me when i got something i'll, I'll tell you mm. uh, or like what 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 it's been through and yeah everything's got <laughs> some, some meaning it's got a story yeah yeah but i i value a lot uh, uh, most of the spectrum um and i'm not at the place to experience like the the hidden chic ultra top end of the spectrum mm -hmm. like beyond the the gucci prada all that yeah, kind of stuff yeah. that usually that's kind of like middle upper that are trying to show off or, or yeah. look a step higher um then there's like kind of the, the level above that that i probably can't recognize yet i can you know maybe some stuff because um my family does jewelry so like some stuff I, I can yeah but in general um yeah i mean i can appreciate it and i'm happy to to I'm open to when like people are proud of it or like like low-key proud of stuff like yeah well then I'm, that, I'm happy that, to share then all that, that stuff that makes sense now if you come from a, a jewelry family you know then that would <laughs> make sense that you care a little bit about nice things right but not to the point where you're trying to show off you know you have enough to ap appreciate things um and that that there might explain it to me i was trying to figure it out Hmm. Like, where does a guy with these big philosophical ideas start even, like, noticing that he has frames, you know, <laughs> right? Like, mine are, mine are broken. I mean, I'm, like, but, but like, I, I, w I would care in the sense that, like, I don't know, the frames have meaning, you know? Like, you look through them, and, like, they're going to be on your face for a long time um, in, in that sense. And it, it really does, uh, like, like you mentioned it, um, if it's a thing that can change how you feel about yourself that that's the biggest reason to care about it right if it's something on your face that's huge um yeah right to, uh, like if the frames have look if the i'm not gonna knock anybody on their clothing if it's like uh why well, I, I even if a guy like cares about like the gucci and the prada i'm like who am i to say what makes someone feel good but you know if, if the thing has some kind of like deep meaning or changes the way you feel right that's a like a great reason to, to care about it but i'll go as far to say that but then i feel like if you care too much about what other people think that's where i'm a little like come on man like get get out of that zone buy it for yeah. yourself but not for other people right yeah 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 um yeah. Well, well i think i beat that horse to death um now <laughs> i now i want to know about that that whale picture is that just some random thing that came with the apartment or does that have some meaning i like the words there um but it it was here um it's it's two dolphins kind of leaping oh, okay. out two dolphins all right synchronicity that's a word i like synchronicity man we've been experiencing a lot of that lately i bet the only reason <laughs> i know that term is is i kind of went through like a deep spiritual dive 10 years ago and was looking up these terms and and then found the word synchronicity so mm -hmm. i kind of know about it carl young yeah i'm a big uh big f kind of philosophy buff armchair psychoanalyst kind of guy um and i've been recently kind of re-delved into it trying to figure out what, what my real archetype is and where 
hey, looking at my shadow functions and things um i'm if you must know i and I, like i'm an open-minded guy i'm uh i can't i don't i'm not a psych psychologist so it's like i know i'm gonna be wrong but i think i'm pretty sure about this part of it is that uh and i think we can change archetypes depending on, on where we are in our lives as well so we may not always be stuck on this one i think they can shift or maybe not i don't understand it well enough to be sure but right now at this point in my life i am the uh the wounded healer archetype and i think that the from just briefly kind of researching it the wounded healer can often mistakenly identify as the healer and that's a big mistake because um if the wounded healer mistakenly identifies as the healer uh then he can become overconfident in his ego and, and then not recognize that he's actually the wounded healer and so that w i think i i kind of experienced that kind of realized that i'm i'm a healer and i can do these things and then it didn't really even know uh and then the more i explored and found out my there's a wounded healer you know that's interesting um fascinating yeah but uh we this literal uh literally my my zoom says i'm gonna run out in a minute and a half because i have the free version it gave me a countdown timer so we'll we have maybe like a minute to wrap it up and then i'll, I'll roll the credits you know what i'm saying sounds good yeah so um how would you want to leave the audience um maybe what would we what would we even how could we even wrap this up we like we have enough content like i have enough notes to to go on for four or five hours so i wouldn't even know like what we would want to leave the audience with today but i'll let you wrap it up yeah you got you got a minute man you got a minute <laughs> to to leave the audience with with something today yeah i mean ultimately i i want to join like like-minded people that you know we want to help like i, I want to help get my life your life together but past that well, like your the stuff that lights you up the path um, and, and finding other people that, that can help build that i connect i, I want to so. make that a community and make that a What's real thing um, and just get a movement of, of, of people that that are charged about the awesome stuff in life and, and shifting this this perspective of the future to, instead of this, this doom and, and this this craziness you and you're just really, getting by in life and just really making sure that, that your life your your life is, is you know if you um th there can be a connected like greater outlook and um, anybody that, that kind of supports them like and subscribe before i bust into a rap Cat tap, Matt sat, black hat. I guess we're, uh, that's the end of the episode. That's the end of my Just free Zoom account. Subscribe. Dang, man. Zoom, Zoom be cutting us off here. All right. Well, th thanks, Truman Chan, for being on the show. And we'll see you next time on the Differences You Show.